1: Hey guys, welcome back to the Six Figure Podcast Rebels. It's Britt here today. We have another super exciting guest coming on for an interview, Evolve Benton, CEO and Speaking for Profit Coach, CEO of Mar Media. Evolve is also a motivational speaker, educator, and author with a mission to inspire audience to think about questions of performance, diversity, inclusion, transformation, climate, and equity. She's also the host of Boy Meets Wellness podcast. So excited to have you on today, evolve. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. It's such a pleasure to have you. And thank how's you, it Brittany. going?
2: <laughs> good, good. Thank you so much for the invite. I'm I'm excited to be here. And just a reminder that my pronouns are they or king if you want to use pronouns for me. Okay? Yeah.
1: Perfect. Yep. Sorry about that.
2: No worries. And
1: before we really jump in, would you mind to, like going and telling us a little bit about your background, your story? Um, how did you get to where you are today? Because you're absolutely doing fantastic. And I think you're kicking butt out there. So uh, I would love to share that with the, the people listening before we really jump into any questions.
2: Yeah, thank you so much. You know, it's so interesting. This is such a a great question. And, you know, I always get this question and I'm always like, you know, I've lived 36 years of life. How do I shorten this down for folks? So I think I want to just take you through my journey as a speaker, right? Because that's one of the things that's a foundation to being a great podcaster and being a business owner. So in early education, I would say elementary school actually had um, a little bit of a lisp Right. So I had a problem speaking and it was one of the things that I really wasn't confident around. And my mother was amazing with it, Um, got me a speaking coach and really supported me in that process. And I had great teachers along the way to really support me. But I remember at that time being afraid to speak. Like, I, I don't know if you know, Brittany, but about like 75% of the world is afraid of public speaking. So I really know what that fear feels like. But I got past that. And I literally have been using my voice for profit or for prophecy ever since as a poet. Um, when it came to middle school, I remember my first poem, I shared it. Um, I was really into slam poetry at that time. And then when I got into college, I went to a historically Black college. And there wasn't a lot of LGBT folks on my campus at that time, it was actually a Methodist college, right? So it was really spiritual, really religious. So a lot of the poems that I was sharing was really connected to activism and who I was um, and my identity. And it was a great time and space for me to really develop my voice. But really what opened up the door for podcasting was that I spent so much time in that like poet role, right? Like really being a poet And being a poet and even being a speaker is really about telling past stories or even maybe future stories, right? It's so much in your creativity bubble. It's not really you speaking from the here and now. So I remember I was like, I got to do something to get more comfortable just sharing my story. And then I thought, hey, I'm going to launch a podcast. And I launched Boy Meets Wellness. And boy stands for Born Obviously Incredible. And one of my poems that's about my life and my journey, I talk about that. I talk about people who are born obviously incredible and make it through trial and tribulation. So I literally started in this room right here, but instead of in front of this amazing camera, I was somewhere over in a corner, very shy, had my right. Apple headphones connected to my phone. And I would just interview people, or I would just tell my story in the beginning. And it really was my way of really getting comfortable with using my voice in that platform. So I owe so much to podcasting because I feel like it really supported me at the beginning of my career, getting comfortable talking about myself authentically and really becoming a problem solver, which I think are the keys to being an amazing business owner.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I love your story and congrats on everything you're doing. Like, it's incredible. And so happy you feel comfortable now sharing your story and, you know, doing podcasts and stuff because I totally can understand the list um aspect because I had one my whole childhood as well
2: yes
1: (laughs) I even had like this weird thing in my mouth that had like a a ball that my my tongue was supposed to like it was supposed to train my tongue to like stay behind my teeth when I spoke Mm -hmm. and I remember the first day I got it in my mouth I was like oh my gosh like I couldn't I couldn't talk properly on top of Uh, having the list (laughs) my teacher in grade seven had asked me to stand up and read out of a social studies book and I was like I couldn't even pronounce words I was so embarrassed so then I was also so afraid of public speaking or speaking in front of the classroom never mind like anything else that involves speaking right so I totally can relate with you there
2: Yeah, I think it's, you know, I think it's a big gap that a lot of us experience, but so many Mm -hmm. people don't get through it. Right. And that's what I what I love about really being able to support diverse leaders and building out their speaking businesses, which is what I do in my business. Right. Because once people realize that the skill that we've been able to cultivate, the fear that we've been able to really break down is actually a superpower we can use it to monetize our lives and really bring abundance into our lives because most people aren't willing to do it, right? So you have a skill set that a lot of people are out there really shy about and really overwhelmed with that is easeful for you. And that's what I'm all about. I don't know about you, Brittany, but I don't wanna grind. I don't wanna like work hard for money. I really want it to be easeful for me. So I've learned that public speaking and speaking can be that tool. And so many of my clients are able to utilize that as well.
1: I love it. Yeah, I'm on the same page as you with, uh, you know, I don't want to work like crazy either. I just want to utilize my my strengths, right? So yeah,
2: exactly. Exactly. Be in your zone of genius. And for the things that aren't in your zone of genius, that's when you delegate or congratulate, right? By hiring other people yeah. to support you. That's what I always say.
1: A hundred percent. I love it. So we all know with building a six figure or multiple six figure business comes with you know a lot of wins and a lot of challenges as well what are some of your biggest wins and I, even if you touched on them a bit earlier do you want to just talk about some more wins or and a little bit of the challenges along the way as well um, that you have cha- uh faced throughout the last couple of years or your entire journey
2: yeah, what are some of the definitely. wins and
1: challenges that's a
2: great question. Well, you know, my company speaking for profit university is a, is a COVID baby. Right. And I always, I always say yeah. that because, you know, there were so many babies born during COVID and everyone says they're so advanced because they had to get to the planet and really have things prepared. Right. We were just in chaos. Right. So, you know, I started this business because during COVID, all of my friends, family, and loved ones were losing their jobs. And I not only had my nine to five still going, but my speaking business was still thriving. And what I got to see was that a lot of speakers and consultants were losing contracts because they didn't put things in there to really protect themselves. So I had clauses in there that said, if an event happens and we can't do it, I still get some of this money, right? At least half of it and we can move forward. So I was like, wow, there's actually a gap. There's a gap in the field of there's not enough diverse talent who's actually using this to make money. Two, people don't really know some of the skill sets around the business side. So I had my first cohort of folks, I think it was about 15 folks who joined me and I trained them up, gave them skills. And you mentioned what are some of the wins, really seeing people amplify their business to the next level. Like when I first started speaking for profit, my goal was like, let me teach people how to create a side hustle where they make an extra maybe thousand to $3,000 a month. But when Mm -hmm. my clients started to show up, they started to make an extra 10, 15, 20, 30. And even recently we had a client who made a hundred thousand dollars in a few weeks, right? So it's so interesting when you, when you have a really small goal, right? And you bring in community it can just explode and grow in such a powerful way. So, celebrations that we've had in the last few years number one, people really being able to cre- increase their income. Number two, people walking away from jobs that are toxic, that don't serve them. And I would say number three, still thriving in this economy, right? Still existing. I mean, that's always a celebration for a small mm-hmm. business owner. And, you know, some of the challenges I would say is just really keeping up with the market to make sure that we're not overcharging or undercharging ourselves. I think the other thing is that I learned that I'm not really teaching people to be better speakers. Like we do have that in our program, but what I'm really teaching people is to understand their value. And that's a right. big challenge for some people, for them to understand, like, what, I can charge the same amount that I get paid in my job a month for 90 minutes, right? It's like a big transformation that some folks have to go through. And I think the other thing is that the speaking industry is still not very diverse, right? So no. really people sometimes being in isolation. So making sure that they have a community to come back to, I think, is always important.
1: Very important. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So when did you start your podcast? Uh, I know we touched on it a bit. And what were your intentional actions um, behind starting it and getting it going?
2: Definitely. So, you know, one of the things I always tell all of my clients is you need some way to add value in the world with your voice. So for me, that was my podcast, right? That really helped my speaking and consulting business. So I started Boy Meets Wellness, I believe, in 2017. Um, And this was an opportunity to interview boys around the world, share my story. And what we really talk about on the show is money, of course, right? Mindset, wellness, and business, right? And some people, they're entrepreneurs, but some people are veterinarians or, you know what I mean? They're doing things in their everyday life, but that's the foundation of it. And Brittany, I found that it was really powerful, especially during COVID because a lot of people were in isolation and didn't have that support, but also it was a reminder for a lot of the people that I was interviewing I was always asked them this question, what are you doing to take care of yourself during the pandemic what's your wellness practice and some of them would be like you know what. Um, I'm starting to build out toy cars now, or I go on walks with my family, or some people would be like, you know what, Evolve, my wellness has actually went down. And that's something that I need to actually get back into. Thank you so right. much for a- a- answering that question. So I think that, you know, podcasting, especially during that time was just, it was such a great way for us to continue community and to support each other through such a hard time.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, that's very compelling, and I think you do a great job of it. Like honestly, I was checking out your podcast, and I I think it is it's incredible. What, and we need more people like that around the world, right? So I love what you're doing. Now, with your podcast, I know you mentioned you do interviews. Do you do any solos or just interviews?
2: I do solos as well. Yeah, you oh, know, yeah. I I this, this season in particular, we brought it back. It's been mostly interviews. Cause I've really been wanting to talk to more people and right. through my entrepreneur journey, I've went to some masterminds and events. It just met some really cool people. So I was like, I want you on my show. Right. And then yeah, yeah. the great thing for the audience to know is like, when you have a podcast it makes it so much easier for you to get on a podcast, right? Because you have something to leverage. You can say, hey, you come on my show, I'll go on your show. But I always have an opportunity to have what I call my solo rants, right? Where I'll Mm -hmm. talk about my life as a business owner. I'll talk about some of my challenges. I'll talk about some of the things I'm doing around my own well-being practice. Like at one point, and I have it right here, just to prove a point, I was really trying to drink a whole lot more water right? And I was doing all this research on why we don't drink enough water as a society. I don't even know if you know, but like the majority of us are walking around chronically dehydrated. So I had a lot of episodes where I was just exploring just, you know, access to more clean water and things like that. So yeah, definitely do solo. I would say it's a mixture of solo and interview.
1: Interesting, interesting. And with the people you bring on for interviews, I know that you said you were interviewing boys around the world. How do you get find these people? Do they like, are they referrals? Or do you go on like, I know there's groups on Facebook, you know, find a guest, be a guest? Or um, (laughs) are you reaching out to people? How do you go about that?
2: Yeah, you know what? I really am particular about who I want on my show just because I want the conversation to feel authentic. So for yes. me, it's like, you know, I'm in mastermind groups, I'm in Facebook groups, I'm in a lot of spaces. And it's the ple- it's the people that I connect with, right? So for instance, recently, and this this interview hasn't dropped yet, but I interviewed a fitness coach and his name is Tyler. And him and I were a part of another mastermind kind of group community together. Okay. And we were online together for at least a year before we met in person, but we met in person for an event in Austin. And I just was drawn to him, like his energy. We had some really good conversations. And by the end of the event, I was like, Tyler, I want you to come on my podcast. I want my community to meet you and to hear your story, right? So for me, it's about, really having that intimate relationship and knowing that it's something that they can add value to the community and something that we can talk about. I have done the thing where I've put out there like, hey, I'm looking for more guests. And to be honest with you, for me, that just gets a little overwhelming. I don't know if you've ever done that. And then it's like, yes, you've got hundreds of people to sort through. And then you really have to sort through like who's authentic, who's a good fit. So I rather kind of tap the shoulders of the entrepreneurs I know. So if I could give advice to other podcasters, it would be show up for meetings, show up for entrepreneur events, go out to Mm -hmm. things and actually meet people. And when you have a great conversation, take that conversation online, right? Because I think there's something so authentic about the real connection that can happen there.
1: I agree. And that is very valuable insight because yeah, like us, you could, I mean, sit here for days doing interviews, but if it's like for us, we need to, we do a minimal viable customer characteristics um, criteria. And if that's who we bring on to the podcast, who's going to kind of match with our our visions, align with what we're looking for, for our podcast, we're relatable to the audience. Otherwise, you know, you can't, you can't interview everyone. And so you can't, you can't, can,
2: can. and y'all asked some right? really good questions. I actually was, I'm one of those people that hacked documents and forms. I was like, I'm going to take yeah. some of these and I'm going to actually <laughs> add them to my board because they were really, really Absolutely. good.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And that. so, yeah, no problem. And, and also we can talk more about that later on as well. And just, you know, We really want to bring a guest on who's going to, not that not everyone has something valuable to share, but someone who's really going to add value to, um, the audience that you have and, you know, aligning with what your, your, your podcast is all about. So, um, yeah, it's really, I I totally can get you on that. You know, it's just, you kind of got to find that dream guest, right?
2: Exactly. Exactly. And you gotta, you have to not be afraid. Like you, you might meet someone, Right at an event or out in the world, who you might think is steps ahead of you, roads ahead of you, and that doesn't mean that that person is not accessible and that they won't be on your so- show. So I always say, you know, delay is not a denial, and a no is a no, and that's fine, right? But you don't know until you ask. You really yeah. be surprised I know at will how always many folks
1: be no unless you ask. Yeah,
2: exactly, right. You just never know, and sometimes people you'll be like, oh, I didn't want to ask you because I wasn't sure. And they're like, why wouldn't you ask me? Like, of course I'll come on your show. It's just so interesting how people love to do it. And if they're a business owner in particular, they're going to want to talk about themselves and their business and get it out there, yeah. guaranteed.
1: And everyone loves to talk about themselves, you know, honestly. And uh, yeah, like like I said, a no is a no unless you ask. It'll always be a no. Exactly. And honestly, they've all, like the people that you admire and stuff like that and you want on your show, but you might be too afraid to ask, like, They have been in your position before. So it's like, just ask, you know?
2: Exactly. Just ask and send over a good pitch, you know? So if it is someone who's a little bit more formal for me, I will tell them a little bit about the show, how many listens Mm -hmm. and downloads we get, different parts of the country that we connect with, because you do want it to be appealing for them, right? I'll let them know we're going to sit out to our email list, how many people we have on our email list. We're going to show it on our Facebook. We're going to show it on our Instagram, just to let them know that, I'm not inviting you here and it's not going to get out and impact the world. I'm inviting you here so that we can both collaborate and impact the world. And I think that that's so important. You know, you don't want to waste time.
1: No, Mm exactly. Exactly. And so what do your downloads look like? How are how are they?
2: Yeah, definitely. You know what? I was really surprised because we didn't record any episodes for a while and we were still getting like hundreds a month. But I would say we're probably at about like maybe about 500 a month. I think we've hit like past 10,000, which was one of my goals. Um, And what I'm trying to keep up with more now, Brittany, which is really cool. At first, we were just kind of doing it on the, you know, the platforms because we're only doing it audio But now we've moved to doing it video. Right. So we have YouTube. So one of the things I'm really passionate about is getting more YouTube subscribers. And I think we're a little bit under 50 subscribers. Like I said, we didn't start off with YouTube, but that's one of my goals, because as you probably already know, video is gold right now. Like if you can have video, like it's going to add a powerhouse to your business and definitely to your podcast.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like we usually do this one as audio and then we'll upload it as well with the video on YouTube. So I totally can relate with that. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. And it's the way you monetize, right? Because I think it's a little bit easier once you start to pick up on YouTube to do that.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. And I was just going to ask you, how do you go about monetizing your podcast? Exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? We have some really cool stuff. We have merch, as you can see, I have this shirt on. Oh, I love um, it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And if you see back here, it's called Boy Gear. We have a store called BoyGear.com. So that's something that I pub plug consistently on the show. If people want to get swag to represent that they're yeah. born, obviously incredible. So that's one way. The other way is affiliate marketing. So Every person that comes on the show, I ask them, you know, what's your favorite book? And when we list that book in the show notes, it's connected over to Amazon, right? And if folks buy that from Amazon, it gets us a kickback. The great thing about Amazon is even if they don't buy the book, if they click that widget in the next 48 hours, even if they decide they're going to buy a vacuum, We're gonna get a kickback from that, right? So it doesn't have to be the literal thing that we buy. And then one of our preferred partners that we have affiliate marketing with is Kajabi. Um, that's where I host all my online courses and coaching programs. So anytime Kajabi is doing some type of amazing feature, or you know, they're doing like thirty days free. They recently did it where they had like three months for ninety nine dollars, which is a steal. Um, I'll share it with the community and give them an opportunity. So mainly merchandise, and then I would say also, you know, having an opportunity to have some affiliate marketing.
1: 100%. Love it. I like the way you have it set up there. Now with the podcast, what is your biggest focus and desire? Within the like, do you have any focuses or desires in particular for the next year?
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, for me, my focus and desire is to be consistent, right? Like yeah. took a break for not a while of really... Yeah. <laughs> Be consistent, <laughs> right? Show up, yeah. right? Keep producing. Uh really bring up our YouTube subscribers, really get that video format going. And then I would love to eventually be able for the podcast to be not so much boxed, but for me to be able to go into entrepreneurs lived experience and do some like B-roll or recording, right? Like for instance, I had someone that I did an interview with, um, that is a chef and they have these really low sodium seasonings that they create. And I would love to go in with them one day and just go into their workshop, right. And interview them while they're creating that actual seasoning in person to be able to do that. So I would love to take it a little bit more remote to locations to give people that feel of the show as well.
1: Incredible. I think that's a fantastic idea. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if you're
2: doing boxes. video, right? Yep, yeah. exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh I love that I yep. love that
2: maybe I can come to Costa Rica too I know you said you live in Costa Rica when I interview you we can go there and do something cool yes
1: <laughs> we're going to we will do it I am, I'm I'm yep. so down and you know what probably my boss would be down as well his name's Jamie you probably get yep. his emails and he's in Costa yep. Rica too that's actually how I met him so uh, oh, we can all really we can cool all do it yeah yep
2: exactly exactly but those are our main goals. grow the YouTube okay. channel And then, you know, definitely be more remote with it to be able to go to some locations. And then I think there's always a great opportunity to find more time, more ways to monetize it. And I took this really cool course on podcast monetization. And, um, it was, it was out of this group called deeper than the brand. They do a lot of work around social media marketing and they were talking about, you know, monetizing. Once you really start to get consistent listeners, you can start to bring on advertisement and things like that. And I think that that's definitely something we're interested in, in the future. The one thing that they did give us as a con is that, then you have to be careful about the things that you say on your show. So I think for us, right. because we are talking to people about different topics, you know, even when it comes yeah. to like cannabis or their lifestyle, it's just going to be important that we find sponsors that really are connected to our mission and our purpose. But I think that yeah, would be a next level thing. Exactly. A next level yeah. thing that we would definitely want to do as well.
1: Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's doable still. Right. So you'll find you will find people that are aligned with that. So it's all good. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely. And they were telling me, you know, they were when I was in that course, they were like, there's there's a sponsor for everybody. So that's not Uh really the issue. Their thing was just like, be aware that that is a thing so that you don't think like you know, you're going to have something that's about a particular topic and then you're just going to bring on chase, right? Like chase, you know, Mm -hmm. bank or something, right? Yeah. Like they just might not be aligned with the mission that you're a part of and that's fine, right? Find the sponsor that is aligned and do work with them.
1: A hundred percent. So based on where you are today, if you were to double or triple your profit and revenue in one year, what would be some of the new challenges that you think you might face or what are some things that you might have to change?
2: Yeah. You know, the IRS, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, I think anytime you, anytime you start making more money, you have to think about like a different tax strategy to make sure that they right. don't take money. So even, you know, me and my wife, we were just talking cause we made yeah. the most money we've made in the last year and we were looking at it. And that means that certain investment accounts we were looking at, we can't invest in those. We have to look at other investment accounts because we've made okay. too much for that. Right. So I think really right. thinking about, tax strategy is going to be important. Where are you are going to put the money? How's it going to move, right? Like the different vehicles that you can use, whether mm-hmm. that's real estate or investing or, you know, things right. that are going to make, make sure that it makes your money make money at a higher level, I think would be important. And then I think the other thing is just like not getting caught up with the Joneses is what my dad says, right? So not having that like income increase. I mean, that expense increase because you have an income increase, right? So that if you do make three times what you make, that means that you don't have to work three times as hard, right? That's really what that means. It doesn't mean that you're just in a space where you could just ball out and, you know, go buy a Ferrari, even though I think they're very nice vehicles. (laughs) I just don't know if... That's the thing I want to do. And, you know, one of the yeah. goals that I have, Brittany, that a lot of folks don't know about that I think I'll share is that I'm on a mm-hmm. road to financial independence, retire early, and I want to be able to retire in the next eight to 10 years and not have love to it. work. So for me, if I had that type of abundance, I really will want to treat it in a way that would guide that journey and not in a way 100%. that, would, you know, put me in a position where I can't do that.
1: I love it. I'm on the exact same mission. So I'm, I totally, uh, honestly, I feel the drive, you know, that's your goal. Yes. That's I, I have the same goal. I don't know if you read in the, um, or it might not be in my email, but, or there is an email with me, but I think that's one of my goals is, you know, retire in the next eight to 10 years, you know, just mm-hmm. cause it's possible. It's possible, it especially it online working your business. Right. So, exactly. um,
2: exactly and I, you can I'm work still excited. right but not in the same level yeah. that you have to work now that's I always tell folks I probably always work because I do always. enjoy serving people but yeah. I don't want to have to do it I want to be able to take months off right if I want right. to and you want to be go to Costa Rica it's only because it's your
1: passion that you're like <laughs> I'll never step away but exactly. you know, but you can actually step away <laughs> you know exactly I totally get you on that level for sure um, well, I know that we're coming close to the end of the um episode, but before we jump off, I just want to thank you again. It was such a pleasure to have you on here. I was so excited for today. I'm so happy that <laughs> we were able to make this work. And I hope definitely. again in the future I can get you on as well. Um, yeah. but again, I want to double check with you the best way to go ahead about connecting with you for any of the listeners that might be looking to connect and reach out to you. What would be the best way?
2: Yeah, definitely. You know, well. Brittany, I'm a problem solver. So I know people who are probably listening to this might be interested in public speaking, right? Maybe that's something you're interested in, or maybe you're just like a person who needs more inspiration, right? So I have a text community. You can text me the word speak to 323-402. Actually, wait, 323-405-9492. 323 405-9492. 405-9492. If you text me there, you'll get all of the information that I usually send out when it comes to public speaking or any events or even the podcast that we're working on. Now, if you're not into podcasting and public speaking, but you just need more inspiration, you can text the same number. Remember, it's 323 405 9492 and just text the word inspire. That will get you daily affirmations from me. I believe the affirmations are something that can take our lives to the next level. And I actually have a really cool money monetization meditation that I send out to folks once a week. So you'll get on that list as well. But that's the best way to get connected with me. And then, you know, I'm on all the social media things. So if you want to go follow Evolve Benton and just look me up anywhere, you can find me under that name as well.
1: I love it. I'm so happy you shared that, you know, the number to text um as well, because that's huge. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah, please do. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Oh, well, great. I'm so happy you're able to make it on evolve. I honestly such a pleasure to have you and I love what you're doing and you're kicking butt out there. So congrats. And um, I wish you all the best. And if you if you're listening, what are you
2: working on right now, Brittany, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Uh, in like regards to the podcast or yeah.
2: Yeah. Podcast, your life, your fire movement.
1: (laughs) uh i'm just doing podcast interviews right now um, Mm -hmm. for my boss jamie and so we've worked together with a a a, a nice uh small little team and i i literally just do interviews interviews monday to friday and uh i love every minute that's a good life
2: you're getting your oprah on i see you i see you right i love
1: it like i can i connect with so many people from all over the world with such beautiful stories and uh i just yeah i love i love love what i do so
2: Definitely. Well, thank you so much for the invite. And thank you to your boss for, you know, giving you the space to be able to do this. I know that this is something that's really powerful for you. I could just see it. You get so excited. And and it was a really great interview. So good job. I really appreciate you.
1: I'm so happy to hear that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure or higher entrepreneur and want to come on the podcast, just like Evolve did today for an interview, please go to podcastrebels.com. We'd love to interview you as well. And thanks again, everyone. Thanks, Evolve. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye, guys. Peace. Peace, everybody.